Here be the podcast. Welcome to it. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you so much. I tell you, this was such a long week. I don't know what it was, but like, I feel like we talked about this a lot during the show during the week, but we always felt like we were one day ahead. Do you know, like I felt, I feel like right now it's Saturday, but it's not Saturday. It's Friday night at 9.06 p.m. Yeah. Still a day ahead the whole time. Yeah, you were blaming the um, the hour the, the daylight savings hour on knocking the whole week off kilter, which I don't think is a valid excuse because it just, just an hour, it's not like jet lag. <laughs> no, it is though. And like there's a there's a part of the show during the week where I actually get scientific on it and I have facts. I have scientific facts. I want to be known as Dr. Scientist Laura from now on. I have scientific evidence that proves that the hour threw me. I bet you can't even remember the name of the effect that you were talking about. I can. The effect was the... (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. There's something... It was like the centidion or cellarellum or cellarellum or something. And Centridian. Oh, that's gonna really. Oh, is it anyway. Centridian? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but a weird, a weird week. But um, but yeah, we. I mean, um, on fr- we're recording this after Friday show, and and we put in the extra slog. Everyone else, all the fully charged, were off on the Friday. People were off, and a lot of a lot of the country were off. We said no, we're gonna come in, and also the same on Easter Monday as well. Everyone's off. Everyone having a four day weekend. We're just having a normal weekend. We're gonna be in on Easter Monday. We are going to be in on Easter Monday and it's going to be juicier than ever because we want to prove to everyone that, you know, you should be working. You should have been working when we were working, you know. But I think, do you know what though? I think we're just, we're trying to toot our own horns a little bit. But basically, we are just, we said yes to working this Friday and Monday. So we can take these days when the country is a little bit more open and we have an excuse <sighs> to be speak, off. I mean, speak for yourself. I'm doing this because I love the grind. I, I will, the grind don't stop. I grind for life. That's why I'm I'm doing this. The only time you grind is when you're on the dance floor in the club, Jazz. <laughs> now, now what though? It was really awkward because you know the way like your boss sends around that email being like, "Hey guys, who wants to work Good Friday?" And everyone, everyone, nobody wants to work on Good Friday. But you're like, "Yeah, of course." But then I was thinking, I was like, "Jazz, we should work Good Friday because then we get to use our days other times." Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. It wor- I mean, it works out. I mean, I just love to grind the grind, but it, it does work out in the end. Um, but yeah, it was a fun week. We uh, a fun week. we <laughs> we got a complaint about the show this week. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to mention that. We <laughs> well, here, here here's how I think we'll mention it. So we got an official complaint about the show this week about something that. We spoke about on the show this week and I mean the complaint went to our boss, went to our managers, it was upheld with us and it has been dealt with accordingly. And I'm not going to say what it's about, but what I will say is the thing about which we got a complaint is in this podcast. It's going to play in the next 45 minutes or so. I mean, I'm not, I mean there's no, there's absolutely nothing that will tell you that, hey, this is what it's about. But I mean, it's up to you to figure out, to listen and try to figure out what is complaint worthy. Now, Jazz, I am working from home at the moment and I have been since January. So you have actually been the, the person pulling the bits for the podcast and putting it all together. So I didn't think you were going to put that thing in the podcast, but here we go. 
I mean, of course. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, like I had, I had put it in the podcast pile before I knew about the complaint, and it, even if, even if I hadn't, it still would have gone in. Because <laughs> in my head, it's kind of gas. <laughs> I, think, I think we should say you think it's gas because it's something that you said. <laughs> yeah, it's something I said a few times. <laughs> you, said it, you said it repeatedly. It was like your repeat button was on. Ah, um, uh, look. Some... You got a little... Go on. Go on. No, no, you go on. No, you go on. No, I simply... <laughs> go on. No. <laughs> As you said, it was dealt with accordingly. It was upheld. We got a little uh, a little slap on the wrist for it. But, uh... Yeah. Um, some people say... So, now, I don't, I, I don't know who, who'd be saying this. Some people say... you The more complaints you get, the more you're doing things right... Now, now I don't know. Some people take that as gospels, others don't. But that is the second complaint that we've got on this show, and I will say that it was about something that I said this time. But the first complaint we ever got in the show wasn't. <laughs> yeah, the first complaint was well. Technically, is it our third complaint? Because well, it's our second official complaint. Yeah. We also got a text during the week. Oh yeah, do you know, yeah. We actually, yeah. This week, what is going on with this week? We we got one unofficial complaint this week as well. This week has been great. One official complaint, one unofficial complaint. I'm blaming the error. I think the error. Is from, <laughs> we are saying things that we wouldn't normally say because we are deprived and jet lagged from that hour of daylight savings. <laughs> so, out of the official complaints we've gotten, it's one strike for me, one strike for you. But we accept these on behalf of the show. Thank you for your complaints. We uh we, we appreciate the thought. <laughs> I think it'll be funny as well if you can work out what you think the complaint is about. You can email if you email me what your thoughts are. If you think you can identify the complaint, I will um I'll verify your thoughts. Jazz.keen at spin1038.com. If you think you know what the complaint is about, it is going to be in this podcast within the next whatever forty minutes or so. So if you want, if you think you know. You can shoot me an email and I'll verify. Other than that, first ever mystery guest as well, which was great crack yeah. during the show. Yes, yeah, so so much fun. We won't. Re- well, are you going to put their name in the in the title of no. the podcast? No. Okay, so I won't reveal who our mystery guest was. However, it was so exciting because I got to choose this week's mystery guest. It was our first ever mystery guest, and um, Jazz was literally sweating trying to figure out who this person was because. They dropped a bombshell. Yeah. Uh, they basically said, Jazz, we have met in person before. Yeah. And you literally did a number two in your pants. I know. It was great crack. It's all in the podcast. Uh, you can enjoy. We're getting out of here. Enjoy. Goodbye. The Suecast with Jazz and Laura. We're talking about your favorite knockoff brands because usually they're, they are usually as good, if not better, than the OG. But I, I think the names are just the best because they, they try very hard to be to be the very same but with a slight difference. You go to grab a pack of Oreos but they only have Neos instead. Like it's, you, you, you know the vibe. They just have to change it yeah, slightly yeah, yeah. so they don't get done on copyright. It's genius. Honestly, I'm really, really bad at telling the difference. I think that's probably what we need to do on the show soon, Jazz, because I'd love to do a taste test because yes. I honestly cannot tell the difference. Like mine are would be, there's another one that I, I like. Um, I think it's like, instead of like Cocoa Pops, it's like chocolate rice. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just basically like what it says on the tin. You're like, you know what? 
fair play you're not wrong mm, chocolate rice but I agree I think tomorrow we should do the taste test so we'll get Oreos and we'll get Neos we'll get Hunky Dories versus Okie Dokies um, and so and the, the penguin bars and the seal bars we'll 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 chow down and we'll see if we can tell the OG from the knockoff. Um, also, uh, wheat bix obviously the OG. My favorite is <laughs> wheat bisque. <laughs> like it's actually it's actually harder to say wheat bisque without going wheat bix. Wheat bisque. Yeah, very good, very good. <laughs> I uh, love that. What's your favorite? You can let us know on 087-711-1038. Sophie says, I don't even know if I want to share this because it's quite possibly the best find of all time, but the fake Biscoff spread you can get in Aldi, my goodness, simply called Biscuit Spread. What is the story with this Biscoff Ooh. stuff? I've seen... I've no idea. I've seen people talk yeah. about it and they say it's so good. I've absolutely no idea what it's about, but there you go. It's called Biscuit Spread. Are they the biscuits good. that you dip in your coffee? I think so, yeah. I think I think yeah, that's oh, what people good. are doing. But like, what's so special about mm. them? They just taste real mm, biscuity. I don't know what I don't know what the flavour is. They just mm. taste real biscuity. Just real good biscuits. <laughs> uh, Mikey and Gold... I'd Gull- be such a crap uh, food reviewer, wouldn't I? <laughs> yes, the brand new biscuit tastes very... Biscuity. <laughs> uh, Mikey on WhatsApp says uh, the the knockoff minstrels are called mysticals. <laughs> yes, love that. Love that so much. So good, uh, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Tell us your favorite knockoff brand. Um, basically, I love wagon wheels, but you yes. can get cartwheels. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I feel it's a lot of the lunchbox, school time, lunchtime snacks that you fit in the lunchbox. A good old wagon wheel. You're not getting a wagon wheel. You're going to get yourself a cartwheel. And they're the exact same. Like, I that and they're nice. They're like, so it's madness. If you had a wagon wheel placed in front of you on the left and a cartwheel placed in front of you on the right, do you think if you had a blindfold on, you'd be able to tell the difference? Probably, yeah. I think so. And well, what's nicer? Like I don't like I think they're both nice, but you know it's hard to kind of say which is nicer. You know that kind of way. They're both they're both like yeah. similar. <laughs> it's whatever's in the basket at the end of the day. You'll just go with that. Whatever's <laughs> yeah, that's on the shelf, it. you'll have. That's it. <laughs> I like, and whatever you have left is always nice anyway. <laughs> yeah, I like that you've put in yeah, so much thought, right. and you're like, you know what? I can't pick one. They both have their own qualities. They're just know, they really I'm go. Like, yeah. They really go hand in hand. Well done, guys. Yeah, there's no bias for me now. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. If you were listening to the very very start of the show about an hour ago. You will have heard that we had some technical difficulties. Obviously, Laura is still broadcasting from home and we just had no audio from her. You were there. I could see you on Zoom. I knew you were there. Just We had no audio. Uh, we eventually got it mm. fixed. The, the tech guys here in the building did their job and they did an amazing job and they got you here virtually and, and, and uh, hourly. So you were essentially 15 minutes late to the show. Essentially, yes, but I was here like a good bit in advance, you know. But yeah, technically I wasn't on air, so I was technically late, yeah. And I'm feeling a lot of deja vu because last night I had a dream and Laura, you were in the dream. Uh, hello, HR. Uh, Jazz is dreaming about me. Oh, I don't know if I want to hear this. Is this suitable for the radio? Do I, will this ruin our friendship? Is this one of these dreams that you should probably keep to yourself? I, to be honest, I didn't want to have the dream. <laughs> oh, no, 
<laughs> no, no, no. I'm joking. I'm, I'm hanging up my headphones. Goodbye. Goodbye. No, no, no. I swear it wasn't that type of dream. But this is a dream, right? So it was... It was <laughs> I don't know whether to be delighted or insulted. <laughs> it was one of those Sorry. dreams. So we were, we were starting the show. It was 7 p.m., well, it was definitely seven. I actually, it could have been, it could have been seven a.m. And for some reason, we were presenting fully charged, which wasn't happening. I just knew it was seven, right? And I could see our studio here very vividly. And you, you just weren't here at seven, so I had to start the show all alone. <laughs> our the music that I can see our computer here that plays all the music it was playing really weird songs, like songs from like I don't know. 2015, 2016 that really didn't get radio play like some weird like Oliver Heldens tunes that weren't that big like really weird stuff and I'm like first of all why is the music all strange and secondly where the hell is Laura? You weren't here and eventually <laughs> I could see you out the door now I'm looking here the door to the studio is to my right and there's a small little uh, skinny window in it I could see you out in the office through the window and you were like like eventually here but taking your time to come into the studio chatting to everyone who <laughs> is around like me. yeah I was like this is not a dream this is real life eventually <laughs> you come into the studio and I'm like uh, hey you're like hey and you just weren't apologising for being late <laughs> like the show had started we were like 20 minutes into the show and you were carrying two massive pillows like you know those pillows oh, class. that are literally like like the size of a body you had two of those and one was in the shape of a V I don't know are they kind of like pregnancy pillows but you had one long one and one that was in <laughs> oh the God, shape I of a I V didn't have those. <laughs> <laughs> and you just brought them into the studio and I was like alright and not only that you just slammed one down in front of my desk here like in front of the desk and the buttons you just slammed it down as if oh, I have nowhere better to put it and I was like are you alright like first of all the show is on you're late second of all we're playing weird songs and third of all I don't want your bloody pillows get out of here and you just acted like this big diva and I was like I can't do the show and then that was it that's, that is mad. Well, first of all, I must say, a queen is never late. Everyone else is just simply early. <laughs> so I don't think I was late for the show. Um, that's mad, though. I wonder, do you do you ever Google what your dreams mean? Because I often do, and I think it's it's like whether whether it's whether it's true or not. I think it is really interesting to get a kind of like a bit of an insight. Oh, I never um, do. But let me see. Let me, let me um, see here. Plus, as well, it was a full moon last night, so I find my dreams are always a bit stranger, more kind of vivid. When here. oh, f- excellent fake typing there. Yeah, co-host late radio show at pregnancy pillows. Oh yeah, it says here I'm working with a diva. Google it. You're spot on. Oh, you are not working with a diva. I'm probably like one of the most... I do not make demands. I just go with the flow. When was the last time I made a ridiculous demand? Go on. Uh, there's something, definitely something written into your contract oh, yeah. being like, I demand a coffee to be made for me. Like usually when you're in the studio and you're usually here, someone has to make you your coffees every day. That's, I'm pretty sure that's written into yeah. your contract and it's part of you actually working here. Yeah. A back rub mid-show twice a week, you know? <laughs> don't ask for too much. I just I pray that Laura Bracken stays out of my dreams forevermore. Me too, I second that. Suecast with Jazz and Laura. Life hack.
<laughs> I love this part on a Monday because if we can make even just one person's life a little bit easier, whether that's just life in general or something to do with the kitchen or cooking or just even how to pick a Netflix film, mm. whatever it is that can make your life easier, we want to do that for you. Jazz, I have a good one tonight and it's one that I've actually been practicing myself for at least the last three or four weeks. Mm. So are you one of these people that is trying to make a conscious effort to save a bit more money now that we're in lockdown? No. Or are you kind of like, you don't really know that you're not? <laughs> Ah, well, no, I am conscious of it and and I, I try to chuck money into like I have a direct debit into the credit union. It's not for that much. I should be doing more, mm. but uh, that's as far as it's going. Do you know? Yeah, well, I think when it comes to money, sometimes people can find it a little bit daunting because you don't want to put too much away because then you're leaving yourself short. Or if you put too little away, people feel like, oh, I should be doing more. You know, yeah. you kind of feel guilty. Um, well, a friend of mine told me this life hack and I've been using it, I'd say, for at least three weeks now. Okay. And what you do is you you um, you go to a random number generator website, right? And you put in between one and 100, okay? And then you draw a number so say your number is 36 then you set up uh, another bank account or like an online account and you then transfer 36 euro into that account and then then maybe three or four days later so twice a week you'll draw a random number between 1 and 100 and whatever that number is you put that into an account twice a week so I've been doing that for the last maybe three four weeks and so far I have 187 euro in an account. All right. Not bad. So. It's really handy. You're doing it twice a week. So let's say you do it on a Monday and on a Friday and it's random. So maybe, maybe one week you can get one euro on the Monday and on the Friday you get four euro. So you've, you've a total of five euro gone in. But then the second week, is it possible that 99 could come out and then 97 could come out so then you have to put in a total of oh god two a hundred and what is nearly 200 yeah almost 200 (laughs) (laughs) yeah like that can happen and that's the kind of like look at the draw and I mean like look if a number comes out and you genuinely can't afford to put away that that amount because maybe you need to pay a bill or you need to put money into your car for school or whatever it is but it's just kind of a fun incentive because it's like it's almost like you're saving without really thinking that you're saving. Yeah. It's almost like you're going online to play a little game with yourself and you say, right, random number generator, and then you pull that out and then you put it into an account. And like that, it's it's just kind of a fun, a, a better way, I think, to try and save because, as I said, it can be really daunting if you're like, right, I need to put away 500 this month. Yeah. 500 in one go can feel like a lot of money, whereas if you just set up a little extra account, do a little random number, and it doesn't even have to be between 1 and 100. If you can only afford to do between 1 and 50, maybe for one month, and that's fine. Um, but I, yeah, I've saved up for like nearly 300 quid now and I'm really enjoying the process. Not bad, and you probably don't notice it going out of your account that much considering maybe no. it can be a big figure than a low figure or low and low and maybe you'll get the bad yeah. luck and get two high figures. But whatever it works for you, you'll stick in and, and there you go. It's good. Life hack. Saving without even knowing that you're saving. And look, at least it's online. You can always transfer it back if you need that money for a spice bag. You know, that's yeah. how I feel about it. <laughs> I want a spice bag <laughs> that's worth €127, Euro, please, because that's what I've saved. Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. But right now, we want to know the times when your pet was a little bit mean. You can let us know on 087-711-1038. Uh, I was just saying there a couple of minutes ago that I was driving down my estate today. I was coming back from the shop and I was going very very slowly and luckily I was because a cat 
came out like a good distance in front of my car. I saw it crossing the road and I was like, oh, cute. Look at that little kitty crossing the road. Hi, kitty. Anyway, the cat took one look in my direction, stopped in the middle of the road and we came to a standstill because the cat started lying down in the middle of the road and rolling around. And I was like, cool, don't need to be anywhere, not in a hurry. And I literally stopped in my car with the handbrake up for two minutes waiting for this cat to get off the road until it was finally called by its owner and was like, oh, sorry, she's a bit of a devil. <laughs> like, why do cats do that? If you have a story about your pet being a little bit mean or a little bit mischievous, uh, you can text your WhatsApp 087-711-1038. Yeah, it can be your own pet or it can be a strange wild animal like Laura's encounter today. By all means, let us know. So uh, mean. Ellen's on the line <laughs> and apparently this this actually goes a little bit further. Ellen, uh, what's going oh. on? You, you kind of have a feeling of what this cat was doing? Yeah, so it's not um, an angry cat story, but I had cats that had kittens when I was smaller. Um, and when a cat is in Aww. heat, they find a really, really visible spot. They lie there and roll around and meow. So, so um, the cat was in heat? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so essentially, the cat was... Are you telling me was, that was this cat was flirting <laughs> with my car? <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, you sat for two minutes and looked for the cat. That was <laughs> <laughs> that cat was trying was trying to attract a male to get it, get oh, get it no. on with. You know, when the sun shines in Ireland, people do all sorts of freaky things, cats included. So <laughs> you were essentially sitting on the road, Laura, watching a horny cat. Not to make you oh, feel like no. a creep or anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, me and this cat made eye contact. Now I feel really weird. Oh no. Oh, like, oh, here's me thinking this cat was mean, but the cat was just looking for a good time. Should have beeped it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I need to start using my beep or my horn a little bit more. Oh, careful. That cat was, that cat, turns out the cat was actually looking for the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen, thanks, Emil. Thanks, lad. <laughs> there you go. So it wasn't just rolling around. It was looking for a good time. Oh, my God. Well, the more you know, anytime I see a cat rolling around now, I'm going to be like, don't look, don't look, look away, look away. <laughs> he's like that, that cat, if you have a f- He's trying to seduce you. <laughs> the Suecast with Jazz and Laura. If you were listening to us last night, we were talking about your favourite brands and your favourite knockoff version of those brands. Uh, some great ones coming in and a lot of them are food based. So we thought, hey, we've got to put this to the test because so many gas ones came in and we we're like, like the names are so good, but like, would you even be able to tell the difference if you had taste them, had to taste them with a blindfold on? So that's what we're going to do tonight and I'm excited. Me too. So yeah, I took a little trip to the supermarket today to get my few bits and in my basket I put in two biscuits. So we have two different brands. We have the Oreos and we have Neos. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. This is going to be the first taste test. Both biscuits now. I have them here in front of me. And because I'm working from home and I don't have a lovely assistant, i.e. Jazz, to help me out with the taste test, because normally I would put the blindfold on and Jazz would put the food in front of me and I wouldn't know what I'm eating first. So in a way to get around that, I've got both the biscuits on a plate. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to carefully now pull down my blindfold. I can confirm Jazz, that you, you can, are, yeah, I can confirm you are wearing a blindfold. You also have yeah. a have a black hoodie on, so you, you literally look like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it's my early Halloween costume. I am going as Batman. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to reach down. Yeah, have my plate here. Okay. 
I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give it a couple of spins. There we go. A few spins. Yeah, and we can so I'm spinning around the biscuits. Also confirm, obviously, there's both one Oreo and one Neo on the plate, of course. Oreo being the OG, Neo being the knockoff yeah. brand. Very similar names, but will Laura be able to tell the difference? Uh, both okay. in taste wise and more like spins. both in taste wise being like which is better but also which is which alright Laura take it away okay I'm reaching down for my first biscuit okay ooh okay <laughs> smells chocolatey yeah okay I'm gonna go in for a little bite oh very crumbly okay I mm. wonder is that a telltale okay. sign hmm okay the biscuit's very very thick right the middle is also quite thick. It's very sweet. It's literally crumbling in my hands. I, I, I can't at the moment. I cannot tell which is which. Okay, I'm not sure. Any inclination okay, as to which aside. one that is? <laughs> I just dropped it on the floor. <laughs> Can I put that to to one side? I am wearing a blindfold, so I think I actually just chucked it out the window. <laughs> I'm not quite sure where it goes. If I had to guess, I think that might be the Oreo. Okay, interesting. Just because I am, just because I think the Oreo may have a thicker biscuit on the outside. Yeah. But I haven't had a Neo yet. So I'm reaching down <laughs> for my second biscuit. Here's my second biscuit. And I go for a little bite. Okay. Do you know what? I think I know just by the sound. And I'm, I'm that is no word of a lie. Mm. This one, not as sweet, not as thick, and not as crumbly. If anything, this one tastes a bit drier. Oh. If that makes sense. You know when a biscuit tastes really dry? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. okay. It's sticking to my teeth. You've had Can a. You see that on Zoom? No. <laughs> You've had a bite of each now. <laughs> Do you think you know Where's which is which? One? First of all, which one was better? Which one did you prefer? Mm. See, I like dark chocolate, and the second one was slightly more bitter. Okay. And I kind of liked that, but the first one did hit more, did take more boxes for me. It was thicker and it was it was quite sweet, which I enjoyed. Okay. And I, I did like the crumbliness. It was kind of messy to eat. If I had to guess, the first one is the Oreo and the second is the Neo. Okay, blindfold off, let's yeah. reveal. Are you right? Am I right? I am right! Are you? Number All two right. is the Neo, number one is Oreo. Okay, interesting. When I said Yay. I think I know by the sound, I was going to say I thought the second one was the Oreo because it was staying more intact. There you go. Neo have a, mm. Neos have a more solid structure. Yeah, can confirm though. Both taste very, very good. Okay, and you prefer you preferred the first mm. one. Or second one? I like them both. You're just stuffing your face now. <laughs> Mm, this is the best part mm, nom, Okay nom, we nom. do have a part 2 of this And part 2 is where the triple threat comes in We've got Hunky Dories Going against Okie Dokies Also going against uh, Howdy Doodies It's all going down <laughs> We'll do that in 5 minutes The Zoocast With Jazz and Laura Now here comes part 2 And this is a triple threat Because we've got Hunky Dories Versus Howdy Doodies Versus Okie Dokies They're all obviously a knockoff <laughs> of the Hunky Dory You can get in various shops Apparently they're all pretty yep. good and I I went in to buy them today and obviously you can't buy Howdy Doody's or Okie Dokie's singularly so I had to buy a 12 pack no, of each. I have 36 packets of crisps essentially all the same at home and I very nearly forgot them as oh, well. Wow. I got half the way to work and had to turn around. So here we go. I'm going to turn oh, down my no. headphones for a okay. sec and put on my blindfold. Okay, so I can confirm. I am broadcasting from home but I do have Jazz on Zoom. So I am able to okay. see that Jazz is in fact, he is putting on oh, his, his blindfold. Okay. 
Very good. It's also covering your nose as well, which is kind of interesting yeah. because it means you won't be able to smell the crisp because the smell could be a good, oh, yeah. a good indicator of, of, of giveaway. Yeah, I brought this uh, blindfold back from a flight to Cuba, I think, and I found it in my drawer there in the office. Okay, you, Laura, you can confirm I have the blindfold on. Yes, absolutely. You've also got three packets of crisps in front of you. Now, I, I think you should give those a shuffle because you know where they are on the desk. Yeah, I was going to say that before I do it because it's going to make a lot of noise. So I know. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm chucking them this up here. Is, this is also going to be someone's dream. You know, people love ASMR and they yeah. love like the crunchy sounds of them to the microphone. People, I'd say, are loving this right now because yeah. it sounds almost eating and everything. We're okay, also so the, I can confirm the packets have been shuffled. Jazz, you're now going to open each packet yeah. and lay them out in front of you. Now, you have shuffled them so you don't know yeah. which is which. Okay, you're going to go in the first one. Yeah, we're also videoing this, by the way. We're going to put it up on social after. First packet, here we go. Crisp number one. They're all uh, they're all cheese and onion, by the way. They're all the same flavour. Yeah. He's going in out for the first crunch. Oh, that's a good crunch, isn't it? Okay, sorry. I'm going to press this as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can do that um, with my eyes closed. That's pretty good. How did you do that with your eyes closed? That's very impressive. I'm very impressed. Okay, okay I need, I need so one the more of those. is in your mouth. Need the same packet. One more. Yeah. Okay. These are definitely a knockoff version because they're not as uh, rigid or firm as a hunky dory I believe so number one okay I'm going to say is either howdy doody or okie dokie packet number two okay packet number two there's a great there's a great sound coming off those packets there is isn't there okay you're dipping in crisp number two okay yeah 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 for sure and how much flavour is on these ones I would say more flavour Okay, you think these are more flavoursome than the first one? More flavoursome, um, more rigid and firm in structure. Is there a better crunch? Much better crunch due to that factor. Okay. Yeah, I reckon that's the hunky dory. Okay. Packet number and two. Bag or, number sorry, three? Number three. Okay. Okay, you're dipping in, you're going in. Okay. Oh, all right. Oh. Okay. Well, interesting. Oh. Interesting. Okay. These are similar to bag number one. They aren't that firm. They're they're more thin and uh, and like brittle. So these are definitely a knockoff version. But also, these taste more like a cheese flavor crisp than a cheese and onion. Like they taste more like a like a Cheeto. Okay. Okay. Can you, are you getting onion flavours off them at all? Like, not a whole lot, really. Very. Compare that onion. Compare that onion taste to bag number one. Which is more oniony? Um, Probably bag number one, just because it's a whole load of cheese in bag number three. It's going to go back to bag number one for a sec. I think you're just being greedy now at this point. <laughs> all right. Okay, so more flavour off bag number three than number one. So, my first call is I prefer number two. I think it was more all-round the best. A lot of flavour, okay. very firm, good crunch. I'm also going to say bag number two is the OG, is the Hunky Dory. Now, between bag number one, number three, which is the Okie Dokie, and which is the Howdy Doody, I don't know. So... If you had to pick... I'm going to say... I think bag number three was was I'm going to call it the worst now it's a very good crisp don't get me wrong but I'm going to call it like the worst out of the three and therefore I reckon that's the okie dokie because I think or sorry no I'm going to go howdy doody for number three so in order number one is okie dokie 
Number two is Hunky Dory and number three is Howdy Doody. And I'm saying number three is the worst on Howdy Doody because I think Howdy Doody is more of a gimmick name than Okie Dokie and like lesser known. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay, Jazz. Okay. It is time to take off your blindfold and see if you are right. Okay, so number one is the Okie Dokie. Number two is Hunky Dory. And number three is yes. Howdy Doody. Yes, come on. How Good did I job, do that? Jazz. Howdy doody did you do that? Well done. Howdy doody did I do that? I don't even know. (laughs) Nicely done. I think the real winner here is you because you've got three packets of crisps in front of you now that you get to finish and you don't have to share them with me because I'm not there in the office. There you go. Well done to the OG Hunky Dory. with Jazz and Laura. Talking about OnlyFans and where you sit on it, especially if someone says they're using it for fashion and not explicit content. The The more we're talking about this, the more I'm like, that's just so suspicious. Yeah, that's suspicious. That's yeah, how would you suspicious. feel if you found out that your other half had an OnlyFans account? Not for posting photos in the nude, but more so for giving out fashion advice, posting outfit pics, and um, yeah, essentially getting paid for it. Uh, I think, I think the, the main thing about this is she kept it a secret from him, which is automatically going to, to make him be suspicious. If it was up to me, or if, it, if, if I was in that position, I'd be like, well, you, you lied about it, so therefore, that's suspicious. That's suspicious. Des, what? <laughs> that's suspicious. Des, what's the other line in that? That's suspicious. That's a. Uh... I think it is just that suspicious. I can't remember anyway, but yeah, I don't know. She's claiming. She spent far too much time on TikTok. This girl claiming to be using OnlyFans as a fashion platform. I don't know. And if she is, fair play. That's mm-hmm. absolutely grand. But like. I think your man is somewhat right to be suspicious a little bit but anyway if she's telling the truth so be it but just imagine right obviously we Mm -hmm. take videos of the show we put photos up of of things we're talking about on Instagram and stories imagine like or our podcast let's say we were selling our podcast for a fiver (laughs) but like on OnlyFans like we just instead of we wanted to be cool and different and trendy and do something a little bit out of the ordinary imagine we started selling the zoo cast on OnlyFans subscribe for a fiver a month and you can see all the show videos show pics and you'll get the podcast as well like people will be like what are you doing like uh, Instagram or else just on Patreon like that's where you can pay for content like that like everyone just knows OnlyFans is for people in the nip yeah, but then I also think that we would be guaranteed getting a tenner in each month because I know for a fact your girlfriend and my boyfriend would definitely be subscribing to that to see what we are saying about them. If we are not saying it on the radio and we're only putting it on OnlyFans, they would be like, huh? Yeah, huh? So look, What's going on we're, here? We're actually, we're, we're only about this in a very long-winded way. What we are trying to say is you can subscribe to the ZooCast only, to the ZooCrew <laughs> OnlyFans now at ZooCrew, at ZooCrew Spin on OnlyFans and uh, we'll, we'll throw up a few pics for you as well. No, we're joking. That isn't happening. <laughs> no, we're joking. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think if I found out that my other half had an OnlyFans, regardless if he was, if it was an OnlyFans for him discussing Marvel content or whether he was just posting pictures of his dog, I would be suspicious. I would. I would not be into it. Mar posting pics of Marvel content or posting pics of his marbles. Who knows? It is OnlyFans at the end of the day. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We're talking about your weird cartoon crushes, Laura. I mean, you said you used to have a thing for Bart Simpson. I believe that thing is still alive. No, I definitely don't. And Jazz, come on, you can vouch for me on this. I don't. Anytime you say a Simpsons reference, where does it go? Yeah. Over my, my head. I have ears 
And yeah, when I was about five or six, probably too young to be watching The Simpsons at that age, but I had a little bit of a thing for Bart Simpson. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was a little crush of mine when I was about five or six. Yeah. Sexy, Not spiky yellow hair. What a little charmer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have. So if you've a, ever fancied a cartoon when you were smaller, let us know on 087 1038. I think there is definitely a bit of a thing going on with uh, Leela from Futurama. You know, she had the purple hair, also one eye, but I think that was definitely the quirk. I think uh, cool, cool action girl with one eye, something that draws me. I in was there. always really intimidated by her on. Um, Futurama because the woman that voices her character was the mom and remember that show Tucker that used to be on Nickelodeon oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like oh my god like she's like a mom and she like used to get angry a couple of times in Tucker and I was like how can she be this sweet alien girl in Futurama but yeah not gonna lie I saw right through it not gonna lie when you started saying that there I thought you were gonna admit that you also had a thing for Bender from Futurama the robot man <laughs> <laughs> no can't confirm I didn't fancy a robot <laughs> uh, Aoife says oh 100% had the biggest crush on Ash Ketchum from Pokemon interesting oh, choice oh yeah yeah, very interesting choice. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was a cool one, all right. Yeah, he caught them all for sure. Karen's on WhatsApp. Cartoon crush, and I think this might top yours, Laura. Um, you know, Beauty and the Beast. Gaston? Beast. Yep. <gasps> oh, <laughs> there you go. Strange one. Gonna sign off on that note. My name is Karen. Thanks. The actual beast from Beauty and the Beast. I've known a couple of people actually to say that Gaston was more because he kind of played like the handsome character do you yeah. know whereas like Beast was kind of scary so I could understand Gaston um, but yeah no Beast is a new one yeah there you go there you go a lot of, a lot of body hair on that fella uh, Elaine welcome to the show tell us about your cartoon crush hello <laughs> Um, well, I used to love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so um, Michelangelo was actually my favourite with the orange mask <laughs> and the blue eyes. Amazing! <laughs> now, now, when you look at all of them, the lads, like, they looked fairly similar, but they obviously did have their yeah. own colour schemes going on. Was it Michelangelo who loved the pizza more than the rest? I don't know. I think he was just, he never wanted to train, you know. He was always like the messer and he just loved to have the crack. So <laughs> I think it was his bit personality. Yeah. <laughs> bit of it. And has, has the bad boy kind of cheeky vibe always been your type? Um, Probably, yeah. <laughs> and has the um, ninja turtle vibe also been your type? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the badass kind of vibe, you know. <laughs> badass. <laughs> it always gr- stuck. <laughs> green hard shell exterior. Yeah, that's the type of man you're looking for. Yeah, with about two toes, do they have for <laughs> two fingers? <laughs> not, really, not really into that now. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine, thanks a mail. We'll talk to you again. Okay, bye. I have to say, I know this is a no judgment zone, but I'm loving the honesty because these are fantastic recommendations and I like when we can just share these honest feelings on the show. Because you honestly made me feel like a right weirdo yesterday for saying that I fancied Bart Simpson when I was like five or six. But you know what? I think a lot of people have had the same thoughts as me and it's been proven. So yeah, I think it's pretty normal to have those little crushes when you're younger. To be honest, I was more laughing at the fact that you thought Jessica Simpson was Bart Simpson's sister. But how and ever, <laughs> we move. <laughs> oh, stop. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Now we do not condone vandalism or random acts that will disrupt Absolutely communities not. on this show. Oh, yes, no. Absolutely not. Now, I have to tell you about an incident that occurred. Thankfully, it didn't occur on these shores. This was over in the UK. <laughs> and 
strange tangs have been going down in a village called Fangfoss in Yorkshire. In Yorkshire. In Yorkshire. So things have been going down and the community aren't happy. So they 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 have written a note and the note has been shared oh. around the community. So let me let me give you a rundown of what's going on. Regrettably, an act of vandalism has occurred in Fangfoss recently. <laughs> I sound like I'm on Road Wars. <laughs> Chrissy and Slough are approaching a gang of youths in, in Slough. Regrettably, Why an act of... Why do you sound like you're nar- narrating a moment where you're hiding in a bush with a speed camera? <laughs> <laughs> Regrettably, an act of vandalism has occurred in Fangfoss recently. A number of cars had cheese slices smeared across the windscreens in the centre of village. Oh, no. There was no apparent motive. I'm aware my accent is absolutely meandering through the UK here but I'm going to go with it it is so out of keeping with the usual behaviour of local people that we hope it was an isolated act by someone from elsewhere I love how you went from road wars to and and deck (laughs) (laughs) that escalated so quickly they continue Uh, if you should be a victim of or notice any unruly behaviour, please report it to police on 101. Which I think is very strange. I didn't know 101 was the emergency number in the UK. Is that like a 112 sometimes for the fire brigade here? Surely 999 No is idea. Usual. So, that we, to be honest, we don't really know a whole lot more about what's going on here. There has been cheese slices put across people's windscreens in this very small village of Fangfoss in Yorkshire and nobody knows what's going on. They're very concerned, obviously, because property is getting vandalised but there's no yeah. there's no reason there's no motive and it seems to be quite a small uh, and, and close knit community that people's like it's not one of us but people are totally taking the piss out of this thinking that like you know like they're getting the police involved and they literally think this is a scene from Hot Fuzz you know and they're going around like chasing the 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 lonely swan and it's really it's like a non-emergency <laughs> Uh, and people are absolutely bamboozled by what's going on. Cheese on the windscreen. Now, I mean, it wouldn't be nice. I'm not. I'm not defending the vandalism. Any kind of vandalism is a big no from me. However, on the vandalism scale, having a slice of cheese on your windscreen <laughs> isn't the worst. I mean, do you know what I mean? I remember. Like if that's the worst thing that someone is doing to your car. I mean, like I've 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 parked my car in places and I've come back and there's been a dent put into the door with yeah. no note. Like. Like that's worse. If if the worst case scenario is someone just rubs an easy single into my windscreen, slice of cheese, I'm not going to be too upset, you know. Switch switch on that um little what's the the you know what's it <laughs> the sorry what you know the thing that goes the cat a cat goes no. No, you know, is this the cat? This is the cat from yesterday. This is the cat you stuck your car <laughs> no. for from yesterday. No, what do you call the, the the windscreen washer? You know when you pull your indicator towards you and then the water goes and then it, and then the you clean your windscreen. Help me! <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm absolutely loving this to be honest. So that's what I'm saying. So, so if an easy single or a slice of cheese is rubbed into your windscreen, just put on the water and, you know, the cheese is gone. <laughs> Stick on the immersion there. Make your water go pss, pss. And apparently the easy single will be gone. Are you okay? Sorry, is, this if, a, is this a crisis? Is there a name? Is this a meltdown? Windscreen fluid. Is that what it's called? <laughs> oh, I'm actually having a brain for it. <laughs> 
stick on your crispus you there. Me? And then when you're turning <laughs> left or right, make sure you put your click, 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 click on. And then uh, and then turn circle when you want to move car. Okay? Am I passing my test? Great stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fully qualified driver. Oh, my name is Laura wow. Bracken. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Now, Jazz, this may come as a bit of a shock to you, but I am not a scientist. Despite my brand new blue light glasses making me look incredibly intelligent, I can confirm I am not a scientist. However, I have read a few uh, articles online which led me to believe that when there is a full moon, we can kind of have our dreams and thoughts dictated by the moon. And I am firmly bl- blaming the moon on the dreams that we have had over the last couple of nights. So you said on Monday night's show that you had a dream about me, yeah. a dream that I wish you didn't share with me. Can, do you, like, do you want to repeat what it was? So we were doing the show. I was here in studio. You were so late. Like it had, it had gone way past seven. You just <laughs> like very calmly strutted into studio I was like what the hell like you're late for the show and you just came in with two giant pregnancy pillows and like chucked them on the desk here in front of me in an absolute diva act and uh, Mm. we're just strutting around like you own the place more of a nightmare I'd say (laughs) more of a nightmare well Jazz I can confirm that you were in fact in my dreams last night and I didn't give you permission to be there but you were there so my dream last night um, I'm all cosy I'm having a snooze I'm probably snoring and I hear a a knock on my door in the dream and it's you Uh and you come in you're like right get dressed you're going on a date and I was like Jazz please (laughs) I've told you this before I do not want to go on a date. I have a boyfriend. Thank you for your offer. And you're like, no, not with me. It's an experiment for the show. I've gotten you a match on Tinder. Now, I didn't know that you made me a Tinder profile, but you did. And you were like, right, get up. You're going on a date. And I was like, what's going on? And you're like, right, you have to get dressed. And all of a sudden I was ready. And then there was a knock at my front door and a man arrived in a high viz <laughs> and he was like right I'm taking you out he was wearing a high viz jacket and he had a rose but the scary thing about this dream was I wasn't allowed to tell anybody because you were like if you tell anybody that you're going on a date you're going to ruin the experiment only I can know and you sent me on a date with a guy who wasn't from Ireland and we didn't have the same language so oh. all of a sudden like in my dream my words weren't making sense and his words make, weren't making sense to me and we, we both were trying to speak like a makey up language and I was trying to communicate with him and I couldn't communicate and you were like so we end up going out and we're sitting on like the side of the road this like little cafe and he's still there in his high viz very unusual um, attire for a date that I had. <laughs> was it just a high then, viz or did he have on gear underneath <laughs> <laughs> I honestly couldn't see because the high viz was so bright I mean I don't know what else he was wearing but he was definitely wearing a high viz and yeah and you were like creeping on me and this man from the side of the road and you were like jotting down and you were wearing my glasses and you were like writing down all of this information about us and then all of a sudden like you click your fingers and we're in the studio and you were like right well how was that and I was like it was awful we couldn't communicate like we weren't speaking the same language we don't know we didn't find anything out about each other and you were like oh, it was great to watch though all the same and I was like well what was the point of this and you were like you literally said you literally said that's for me to know and for you to find out and then I woke up and I still don't know. Like, and this, honestly, I'm very good for Googling my dreams because I like to find meaning behind them. And it's like, oh, maybe this is a lesson. Maybe it's something that my subconscious is telling me. To be honest, that one can get straight to the bit. I do not want to know what you were doing in my dream. How weird is that, though? Yeah, to be honest, I don't want to know what I was thinking of that dream either. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. 
Laura, what date is it? Today is April 1st, April Fool's Day. Happy April Fool Day to you. Have you been on edge since the start oh, of the show? I hate this day. No, I actually haven't. No more than usual. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty anxious person as it is, so I'm usually kind of on edge when we do the show, but um, no, no more than usual. <laughs> Are you kind of nervous? Because in, in our running order right here, I've, I've just left a blank and I told you don't worry about that. Yeah, and I don't like that. <laughs> Especially because we're not in the same studio. I'm in my bedroom and you're in the studio, so like... I don't like this dynamic right now because I feel very, like, I feel like I'm not in control and I hate it. I hate not being in control. And what did I just make you do just there before we came to air right now? (laughs) Oh, I hate you so much. You said to me, you need to go downstairs and get a wooden spoon. And And I said to you, I said, Jazz, if you are lying to me, this wooden spoon will go where the sun don't shine. But you can confirm you have it there. Give it a knock off the table or something. Okay, so you have a wooden spoon. spoon. Good, you'll need that in a sec. Uh, So, I didn't plan anything huge for April Fool's Day because kind of like, you know what? Ah, If something isn't coming to me, I'm not going to force something. And then something just landed in my lap. Um, And my girlfriend, Claudia, texted me during the day and she was like, oh my God, I, I actually don't know if this is an April Fool's Day joke or not. And she sent me a screenshot. And, um... You'll be aware of the Instagram account Love in Dublin. They post great food content, great pics of Dublin specifically, and then they do uh, just a lot of lot of good stuff. But they had their own April Fool's Day joke up this morning. Where they took a picture of uh, the chi- mm-hmm. the chimneys in Dublin, the red and white ones uh, in Pool Bag, the ones that are so iconic, and they photoshopped one of them out, being like, "Oh, I can't can't believe this has happened." And you'll know that a couple of weeks I saw ago, that, yeah. um, there was surveys and people talking about whether they should stay or should they go. And my girlfriend Claudia texted me, being like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this! I I, I think it's an April Fool's Day joke, but I I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't even know. It's half serious." And so I just said, "I know it's an awful shame. Like, I can't believe." I, I love them so much I think they're iconic an iconic Irish monument and, and landmark and she's like oh my god it's real and I just I didn't even force anything I just say yeah it's awful sad thinking that she was going to cop it a couple of hours later and she didn't She I once I fed her a <laughs> tiny bit of belief she was like oh no so before the show I text her and saying look we're going to do a thing on the show today about the pool bag chimneys and we're going to get a lot of voices on and just say what your opinions are on them are you happy that one of them is now knocked or whatever going on with Love and Dublin's uh, Instagram April Fool's Day joke and she's like okay grand sure so I just said to her Claudia will you just say like your opinions of them and if you think the knockdown of one of them is grand or whatever and she still didn't even think it was an April Fool's Day joke even though I was like I was really living (laughs) up to it so I gave her a call this is what happened well actually when I saw it this morning I thought it was an April Fool's joke and I was hanging on that it was because it's iconic in Dublin that landmark so they better rebuild the second one or knock the two of them down so do you think that if they're if they're leaving one they should just get rid of them both <coughs> have you done any research on this no I just asked you what the fuck is the background <laughs> uh, so since seeing it today have you done any more have you just seen that one picture on Love and Dublin's Instagram page it is Sniper Hove is it have you done any more research <laughs> <laughs> no but I'm doing you a favour <laughs> Oh. Is it? Oh, f- <laughs> it's still nothing. It's just a picture of a dog. Read the caption. Oh my god! 
<laughs> How did you believe that? Claudia. I think I think I wrote into the girls' WhatsApp group saying Jazz was just there the other day and there's only one. <laughs> I need to check. Oh my god. We were trying to figure out if it was a They were talking about it ages ago, but this is the most obvious April Frills joke I've ever seen in my life. I'm so sick of you using me for your April Fool's content. It'll be the last year. Remember last year I got you as well? What was last year again? Oh, you were fine for going outside the UK. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, thank you. Love you. Well, at least they're still up. That's great. Yeah, they're still up. This is great news. Okay, we'll go to them tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay, bye. Hook, line and sinker and I didn't even need to come up with my own April Fool's Day joke. I just made her believe what she already thought. I love how she didn't say I love you back. Also, Jazz, <laughs> I know this wooden spoon was for nothing. Why did you make me go to get a wooden spoon? You are so lucky I can't go Irish mommy on you right now. Two birds oh, with the one stone. In the studio. Two birds with the one stone <laughs> and two girls with the one joke. I love it. I love it. Zoocast. With Jazz and Laura. <laughs> Lockdown leaders. Follow the leader, 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 lockdown leader. Hey. Yes, it is the final day of week three of Lockdown Leaders. If you're just hearing about Lockdown Leaders for the first time, it is essentially little challenges or little objectives that Jazz and I have been setting for each week. Um, something that you can get involved with too, just to put a bit of time, a bit of energy, and just something just to kind of keep you going and distract you while we're still in lockdown. And this week, we are doing a little bit of a bake-off. Yeah, a fun challenge this week. Not so much to do something every day, but it was a build-up to today. We were, we've been talking about it all week long. We had uh, Jack from Jack Sweet Cakes Limerick on the show with us on Wednesday. He uh, Giving us tips all about baking, some do's and don'ts, some good tips for baking sponge, and, and just ways to keep it easy. Because I think that was a big challenge for me personally. I, was, I, I, like, I like to cook baking. <laughs> I don't really have a whole lot of experience about and it's it's never really been for me but I was like look I'm going to do it this week and it has been fun leading up to it today was the day but you know we have the Lockdown Leaders WhatsApp group as well and uh, that's open at all, at all stages by the way if, it ever, if you've ever liked to join it give us a text 87 1038 we'll add you in but, but all the crew that are in the Lockdown Leaders uh, WhatsApp group today been sharing pictures all week long sharing pictures of the works in progress as they go today Emma was making nice stuff uh, Vinny was making nice stuff as well so I was like you know what need to get the finger out now went and got my ingredients this morning and I spent a good chunk of the day making my baked good today yeah I'm very proud of you Jazz now last night as well on the show you kind of said to me you're like look what's the criteria as well for this bake off like does it count if I essentially don't use an oven yeah. and I said yes now normally a baked good you would have to put in the oven but look given given your track record in the kitchen Jazz you're you're not much of a baker you're more of a chef you're, you make very good like savoury food but I was a bit worried about you um, putting on the apron and getting the wooden spoon out for, for baking so for that reason um, you didn't necessarily have to use an oven but I'm yeah. excited to see how that's going to go I was half thinking of just sticking a spud in the oven and like baking the potato baked potato bake off I mean that could have worked surely oh, delish uh, that would have been good April fool a day later I could have won on a technicality hey I did some baking this potato is baked it's a baked good no? technically yes technically <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so I went for 
a chocolate biscuit cake? A, because I love chocolate biscuit cake and B, because it's relatively easy. All you need to do is combine everything and stick it in the fridge for a little while. Now, also, it was in the fridge for like the majority of the afternoon. I still haven't tasted it yet. I brought in a little... uh, Oh, go on. I brought in a little bit of it to taste live on the air because I haven't done it yet because I didn't want to take it out of the fridge too early before it's set fully so I don't even know if it's nice but it was a good experience making it today you know to crush up all the biscuits I got some crunchy in there Maltesers load of digestives then melted lots of uh, milk chocolate actual milk a little bit of dark chocolate some golden Ooh. syrup allowed like an un- totally unhealthy amount of butter melted it all up then combined it and was stirring and folding and all that sort of baking lingo into a tray then in the fridge for a few hours <laughs> and uh, that's how it went down I'm just hoping it tastes as good as it looks. to be honest that does sound delicious mmm and I'm really excited to see how it's going to go because lucky for you, Jazz, it's not actually being judged on how it tastes. It's all about how you presented it. So if you want to go and cast your vote and see how we got on, I made little Easter cupcakes, which are covered in chocolate. And, and I, I have to say, I did a full-blown photo shoot. I yeah. found some little Easter decorations from around my house. You can go check it out now over on Spin Story and cast your vote. Who is going to be crowned the Zoo Crew's master baker? You can go and have a look at what some of the lockdown leaders from our WhatsApp group baked as well very good stuff lovely cookies and cakes go have a look cast your vote we'll reveal the winner between Laura and I of our bake-off and also I'm going to taste mine because I haven't done it yet cast with Jazz and Laura now as always it's not a competition but Jazz and I have turned it into a competition we are going head to head in a bake-off you made a rocky road block I made uh, Easter cupcakes I would say more you haven't tasted this yet yeah I'd say more chocolate biscuit cake I think Rocky Road has like marshmallows and stuff in it which I'm to be honest I'm not really a fan of this is pure chocky bicky cake digestives Maltesers crunchy bits along with then just milk chocolate actual milka bar dark chocolate golden syrup and butter a disgusting amount of butter. That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of half the reason <laughs> I don't honest, like baking. That's half the reason I don't like baking because it just shows you how much butter is in baked goods. Of course, they're delicious, but oh my god! Like mm. looking at it, I was like, I don't, I don't want to see what's in this. I want to buy it in a nice cafe, eat it with a cup of coffee, and that's it. I don't want to be knowing how many calories and how much butter is in I this. No, <laughs> I've always wondered: Do bakers actually eat their own goods, or are they put off by the amount of stuff that they put into it? Like, can you truly enjoy? desserts if you make them for a living well they say never trust a skinny chef which I would tend to agree with <laughs> fair fair enough Jazz, you're going to do a live taste test right now on your lovely um, chocolate biscuit cake yeah I so obviously it was in the fridge for like four hours this afternoon and I didn't want to uh, take it before it would it had a uh, finish. I can see a crack in a tooth yeah, before it had finished setting. Hard boy, looking in at the cross section, I think I could have gone with some more biscuits because <laughs> it's a lot of just chocolate. And also, all the chocolate when Knock I was... Knock it off the table there. Okay, on via my tinfoil. <laughs> it's oh. fairly solid. I think... Uh, oh, good luck. I think You're going to be going to the dentist there tomorrow. I think the whole thing serves 14, so there's actually so much of it. Uh, but also, when I put the Maltesers in... Jazzes. When I put the Maltesers <laughs> in, because it was still warm from the chocolate being melted, the Malteser chocolate kind of came off it, so the Maltesers, are, they look naked on, t- on the top. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, here's the taste test. 
doesn't sound very crunchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he hates it. I can tell by your face you hate it. You're joking. It's so good. Oh, it, oh is it? Oh, listen. Mm. Oh, nice yeah. chunk of biscuit there. Okay, it's very chocolatey. But I mean, chocolate's good. I have a nice mix of milk chocolate, milka, and dark chocolate in there. Oh, yeah, it's messy, though. Have a little Oh, very, very nice. Well, look, it wasn't down to taste, unfortunately. So we actually, we won't know who had the better tasting goods, whether it was your chocolate biscuit cake or whether it was my little Easter cupcake. And of course, Jazz, it's not a competition. It is all about the taking part, but it was a head-to-head between you and I tonight. Before you reveal the result, tell us about yours. What even are they? I've just seen the picture and they look small. Okay, so mine are little chocolate cupcakes. So they are a combination of flour, eggs, milk, a little bit of butter, a little bit of oil. Um, and then they are uh, chocolate powder as well to make them chocolatey. You whisk all that together, put them in little um, little cupcake cases, bang them in the oven for 40 minutes or so. And then while they're cooking, you get some uh, chocolate, more chocolate powder and melted, or not melted butter, but soft butter. And then you whisk that together to kind of make your uh, chocolate icing. And then you put that on top when they're cool. And then I decorated mine with some Oreos. Actually, I lie, they were Neos. <laughs> and uh, some cream eggs for Easter and what was on my third one? Oh, little chocolate hearts as well. Ah, nice. And um, yeah, you can see both of our lovely creations over on Spin's Instagram story. Um, but yeah, it was quite it was quite an easy process. It was one of those kind of all-in-one bowl situations and put them in the oven and bish, bash, bosh. Yeah, definitely. They looked the part anyway in the photo shoot with all the little Easter decorations, a nice touch as well. I just yeah. Mine is just a square Thank of you. chocolate and biscuit and naked Maltesers. I just put it on a, on a matching square plate and that was it. I didn't really think to yeah. uh, find cool decorations and I just took a pic. Like <laughs> it's not, just a chocolate block on a plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to lie, Jazz. Yours kind of looks like something like, you know, when, when people, when archaeologists do kind of like a dig of a bog and they find something and they're like, oh, we found this. And it's, they just put it on a slab. Like, that's kind of what your chocolate biscuit cake looked like. But you know what? As you say it tastes good, then it gets a vote from me. But of course, there can be only one winner. With 66% of the vote, the winner of the Zoo Cruise Bake Off is... Me, Laura, I win! <laughs> well done, well done, well done. Thank yeah, you so much. You certainly look uh, the part. But, but I don't get a prize. Well, you get to eat them. I'm eating mine now. That's it. They look the part, but do they taste good? I mean, we're going to have to take your word for it. They are very good. <laughs> they are very good, I have to say. The icing was a little bit too rich for me, but yeah, they are good. 10 out of 10. Well done. Congratulations. And now we get to enjoy... The Suitcast with Jazz and Laura. The Mystery Guest. <laughs> Who is this person? Oh, cracking voiceover as well. <laughs> oh, I'm so, so excited. It's the first edition of mystery guest right here on the zoo crew and uh, it was my turn to pick a mystery guest to invite a mystery guest onto the show I know who it is Mm. I've been chatting to this person all day however Jazz you have absolutely no idea and you have around the next 20 minutes or so um, to try and guess who is on the phone Yeah. Uh, so welcome our mystery guest number one say hello thank you so much for having me hello mystery guest hello how are things? 
average but good okay okay I, I need to get into this so the, the first part of this I get to ask a kind of a load of yes no questions kind of like 20 questions vibes and then we'll see if I can start forming an idea of who you are so okay let's get into it mystery guest are you a performer yes yes okay are you a singer yes are you a songwriter no Okay, okay, so you're more of an artiste Ooh. vibe. Uh, okay, are, <laughs> are you from The Pale or from outside Dublin? The Pale. Okay, so you're a Dublin-based singer. Are we playing one of your songs on Spin at the moment? I wish. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe it'll change after this. Okay, um, right, I don't really know at the moment. Um, do yeah, Jazz, you, you look very confused. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. My heart rate is is absolutely racing at the moment. So is mine. <laughs> um, okay. No, this is amazing. I love it. Mystery guest, have have you met Laura or I in person before? Both of you. Both of us. Both. Oh. Of you. Oh my god. Uh, oh my god! Like, this is just I didn't a know that. harder. <laughs> Jazz, you wouldn't have remembered this meeting because it was through a friend of a friend of a mutual and they introduced me to you. Oh but my I've met Laura. God. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. I knew that you and I have met, but I didn't know that you met Jazz. A brief passing in a coffee shop, somebody introduced, I said hello. In a coffee shop? I go to so many of those. Oh, this is brilliant. Uh, Okay, right. Yeah, he's very into his coffee. Do you have more than 10,000 followers on Instagram? Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Um, Do you perform... And if you're not following you, you're missing out. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Do you perform more on stage in terms of drama or in terms of just kind of like singing? Singing drama, I'll bring you the whole show. Everything about it. Oh, oh my God. Like, I have no idea. It's an experience. Do you perform in normal times? Do you perform internationally? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Um... Okay. International superstar over here, Jazz. International Come on. superstar. Any, any names coming to any names? <laughs> I thought when you said you've met us both, I thought it was I thought it was Danny O'Donoghue from the script because we interviewed Danny a while ago. But if it's, if I met you in a coffee shop, that wasn't <laughs> yeah. Danny O'Donoghue. Oh my god! Did I, I gotta feel so bad if I can't figure this out. Okay, gonna go one more question and then we'll we'll go to a song and see if we can change things. Um, have you? been performing virtually in lockdown in the last year? For my sins, yes. Okay, so there's some performances and you've been kept busy during lockdown. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I have absolutely no idea. The one person who I thought it was was Danny from the script. I don't think, I don't think you're Danny from the script anymore. So we're going to go to his song. Then when we come back... Um, we're going to get a little bit more info from you. And by the way, if you have any information or if you have any ideas, if you're listening right now, you're going to get the chance to figure it out with me as well. Because quite clearly, I'm not doing a very good job. 87 <laughs> 711-1038 if you have any ideas or any questions you'd like to ask. Mystery guest, you're going to stay with us for a couple more minutes. 
Yes, absolutely. Laura, what have you done? My mind is going also, crazy. I know. I know. If you want to come on as well and ask our mystery guest a question, 087-711-1038 and we'll put you through to our mystery guest. See if you can figure it out. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We are joined on the line by our first ever Zoo Cruise mystery guest. I am absolutely honoured to be on the phone with this person. It was my turn to uh, kick it off and to choose a mystery guest. Jazz has been asking loads of questions. Now, Jazz, you have determined that this is um, a performer an artist and that they have met you in person yeah. briefly in a coffee shop and you do not remember I know. I'm so happy that you feel bad about that that's <laughs> the worst part we've actually met in person and I'm trying to remember every coffee shop I've ever been to ever but uh, mystery guest you're still with us I am indeed uh, okay so I've the only <laughs> the only name that I was coming to my head was uh, Danny O'Donoghue from the script and I don't can you confirm you are or are not Danny O'Donoghue from the script <laughs> The last time I checked, I am not Danny O'Donoghue from the script. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and by the way, if you're listening right now and you, you might know who it is, or you'd like to come on and ask the mystery guest a question to help you and I figure it out, 087-711-1038. But as we're in part two, mystery guest, you're going to reveal one or two facts or brief pieces of information to try and guide us along. So clue number one, you'll often find me working it on TV in the morning or twerking it in the club at night. Working it or twerking it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Right. This all now, this. Jazz, you're not allowed to use Google. Step away yeah. from that computer. No, I'm, I'm nowhere near the Google machine. All that's going through my head right now is that when times are back to normal, I want to meet you again so we can work it and twerk it. <laughs> <laughs> and then clue number two. I was once told to sashay away on a nationwide TV talent search. To sashay away on a nationwide mm. TV talent search. A TV talent search. Yeah. Okay, and you're so you're working it. So, on Jazz, TV you in may have seen our mystery our mystery guest on a TV show in maybe I'd say inside the last three four years. Three. <laughs> <laughs> that narrows it Dream. down. Okay, but I'm going to hone in on the uh, twerking it in the club at night. Do are you a DJ? No. Okay. You do you perform in clubs? Poss- yes. Yes. Um, do, do you work for Bingo Loco? No. Have you been to a Bingo Loco? God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, right. I'm going to just go to the other phone line here and see if we can get someone on to ask a question because I feel like I've also lost yeah. the... I've lost... I feel like I've lost the ability to move my limbs because I'm trying to figure <laughs> this out so much right now. Um, but let's see if we can get someone to join us now in a sec. Uh, the WhatsApp is, is going very crazy. exciting. Um, a person has said, uh, ask him, does he perform in drag? Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm nearly falling off my chair here. <laughs> uh, okay. This is, I mean, it does kind of narrow it down, but <laughs> I, it's not helping me in any regards. Okay, that's not ringing out there. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Any more questions coming in on the WhatsApp? Okay, there's, there, there is people who are suggesting a name and there's one name coming in quite a lot. I don't want to re- reveal right now because that might spoil it a little bit and we're going to come back and reveal. 
but I feel um, <laughs> I, I feel some people have it before I do let's just go to one more text before we do that mystery guest is Gavin James are you Gavin James mystery guest I'm a friend of Gavin's, but I'm not Gavin James. Okay, you're not Gavin James. Okay, it's kind of okay. being narrowed down. Friend of Gavin James, but not Gavin James. Hmm. Friend of Gavin James that performs that narrows in drag. It down. <laughs> okay, right. We're going to go to another couple of songs. When we come back, we're going to take some more guesses and find out who our mystery guest is. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Mystery guest, are you still with us? I am indeed. Okay, my heart's racing here. Laura, what have you done to me? <laughs> I haven't done anything. And you know what? It's actually, it's, it's fun to watch you sweat a little bit because normally I'm the nervous Nelly on the show. <laughs> I'm the one that has all the anxiety. So to pass it over to you, even if it just is for 20 minutes on a Thursday night. Um, but no, we're absolutely delighted to be joined by our mystery guest. A lot of texts, a lot of WhatsApps coming in, a lot of questions, but I do know that we do have a caller on the line who uh, who does want to ask a question or even hazard a guess. And we'll go to that caller. Uh, Sarah is with us in just a second as well. I will say, a couple of minutes ago, I thought it was Danny O'Donoghue from the script before uh, we found out that our mystery guest performs in drag, unless we don't know something that Danny does when he's not in the script. <laughs> I also actually thought it was Robert Grace for a second. And I thought as well, we, we played... But like totally uh, off the cuff we played Robert Grace and I was like oh my god it's Robert Grace and I saw Laura smiling on Zoom I was like yes and I was like oh no this is so it's going wrong <laughs> I'm just, just I, messing with your head I feel so much worse as well because we have actually met albeit a brief encounter uh, a couple of guesses before we go to Sarah who's patiently waiting uh, Neve said says is it James Kavanagh mystery guest are you James Kavanagh no I am not no uh, Kelly also says mystery guest are you Pixie Woo most definitely not <laughs> okay uh, right let's go to Sarah welcome to the show how are you hi how are you we're pretty good okay so you've been following along do you think you know who the mystery guest is I think I do yeah okay and what uh, is leading you towards your guest was it a, uh, some of the questions some of the little bits of info yeah the questions and um, I think it was, was it the talent show that he was on? Oh yeah, Mr. Guest, yeah. you said you were on a talent show? Yeah. And yeah, Nation, I was told to sashay away. Sashay away. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, Sarah, go ahead. Who do you think the mystery guest is? Um, Is it RuPaul Ryder? <laughs> yes, it is! It yeah! is! It's yeah! RuPaul Ryder! <laughs> Sarah, congratulations. Yes, I will, well done. I will hold my yes. hands up and say I would not have got that if it wasn't for your help. I'm also not claiming this. Sarah, well done. Thank you. RuPaul Thank Ryder. You, Sarah. Hello. Oh, my God. I swear to God, for literally the last 20 minutes, each where I work for Mission Impossible, I've been trying to cover my voice. Hello, how are you, Jazz? I don't know what is wrong oh with Oh, my God. <laughs> and I have to apologise as well. Take me back to our... I know it was a brief encounter in a coffee shop, but what happened and how? why do I not remember? The only reason I do, I because do, I don't even remember who it was, but it was around, it was near where the offices are for spin, and we were. I met this person. I can't, I can't remember who it was, but they just said, "Oh, this is Jazz," and I literally was about to say, "Oh, DJ Jazz," but then I was like, "No, don't say that because that's going to make you look like an absolute egg bag." So I just was like, "Nice to see you. How are you?" And then from there, then I, I've obviously known Laura for quite a while, so. Oh my God! Well, yeah. I have to say you've been a fantastic mystery guest. We've obviously we've we've figured out as well that you're a performer. You have more than ten thousand followers on Instagram, and you've been busy during lockdown. What have you been up to? 
Oh my God, anything that's gonna anything that's gonna pay the bills, lads. It's been a busy year, but no, uh, excited to kind of start to come out of lockdown and stuff like that. We've got some international tours booked for the end of the year, so some drag race events and a lot of stuff that we're gonna be like support your local artists. So they're all coming up in the next couple of uh, in the next couple of months. But yeah, lockdown's been busy from my spare bedroom with a few lights and a microphone. Yeah, absolutely. I can only imagine. Yeah, you're locked. Your your bedroom has been so busy, and you've also started uh, your lockdown project. Your amazing podcast, Influence. Tell us a bit more about that. Just talking to influential people all over Ireland who've built themselves from uh, bedroom bosses to. Uh, billboard badasses as I keep calling it um, and just kind of getting their story and kind of getting a bit more influenced uh, inspiration to try and keep going through this absolute madness so we've got three more episodes three more fantastic guests coming up and that's available on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Oh, amazing and as well one of the nuggets of information that you gave us you said um, you can we can find you working it on TV in the morning and twerking it in the club at night it makes it makes all the more sense now yes and I can't wait till we get to work it and twerk it together again in person absolutely absolutely we will do just that all three of us over several several nice little drinkies and you can watch me twerk and work all at the same time absolutely and I can say oh, I can say definitely I we'll be joining in on the working wait. and twerking Yes, we will. <laughs> Roll on, Summer. Yes. Uh, a first. Fingers crossed when all this madness is over, we'll be able to have a cuddle. Broadcaster and drag performer RuPaul Ryder, I cannot wait to see you in the flesh again. Thank you so much for being such an amazing first mystery guest. You're an absolute legend. Thank you so much for having me, lads. Have a really, really good weekend. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.